Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. So once again, I am looking at not only my copy of Microsurfs, but I'm looking at Sean and friend of the podcast, Kevin, and it's, look what blew in from uh, the Northeast. It's it's Mr. Max. Yeah, Florence brought me in. Florence actually didn't bring you in, but it almost- but she couldn't keep me away. She couldn't keep you away. Um, yeah, so we're here uh, in person uh, putting together a, a podcast. Huzzah. Which is which is exciting, and um, you know it's been a good weekend. The four of us, you know, getting to hang out, hang out with some other people, and and, and stuff, and and you know also and stuff. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a very charitable way of saying sleep our hangovers off this morning, and then watch a little bit of soccer while we drank coffee. Well, some of us kept <laughs> sleeping while others drank coffee and and updated their computer. But solid points. It's. It's really nice to be in person with people because it's a lot easier to, I don't know, see how things are going for you all, especially Max, you having just moved, Kevin technically having moved, me looking to move soon as we talked about a little bit last week. It's also a lot easier to express yourself in person than shooting texts to one another or even Skype chatting. Wait, that, can I, 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 I'm worried that this is going to devolve into Pierce talking about the final episode of Mad Men. So <laughs> are we, can, we just, can we clear that up now? You know, I've you only know? watched that episode once, so I'll let you know. I've I, not watched it more than I, once. I think that it's, it's time for an official restriction. There will be no Mad yeah. Men talk on this episode. Yeah. Even though people really liked the Mad Men episode that we did. I'm just, I'm just saying. I've many, heard, many people are saying. Yeah, actually, it's it's not even many, but people are saying. <laughs> okay, alrighty, um, yeah. So I I agree with you. It is easier. It's easier to communicate uh, in person because there are things that you can convey when you're able to look at a person in their face mm-hmm. and modulate the tone and pitch of your voice. Yeah, that it's really hard to convey when you're communicating in any other way. And that's kind of what we want to talk about this week. Yes. So I I have been thinking about this for a while. I think I've mentioned it to you all before. Um, but it's kind of a conclusion I've, I've come to, which is just what are other tools that we're using to express ourselves? Things like emojis, things like macro images, memes, memes, depending on who you are. Um, GIFs or GIFs, depending on who you are. And they're used more and more to express things, especially on the internet, especially not in, I mean, especially exclusively not in person, though maybe you carry around memes with you. Um, And they're rampant and they're successful and they're across different languages and different countries, uh, different states, which are sometimes more different than different countries. And part of what I think, and I'm ready for you all to disagree, is I think that this is actually a really great advancement in expressing things. In some cases, I think it's better than the words we use. 
in written form especially? N- no. Okay. N- no, you're you're wrong. So when you when you did that just now, and this is part of the reason why I think it's better, people can't see it because they're listening to it. You made a face, and you didn't have to say no to me, but I knew it. If I sent that face to Kevin and I didn't say any words, would you, in, in gift form, would you know exactly what I meant? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting to hear what Sean has to say because I'm, I'm sure that I'm going to fall in between the two of you on this one. Okay. So I hear, and, and we're going to jump straight to a big societal problem okay. off, off the jump. Yeah. Um, I, I mentioned that it's easier to convey certain things like your tone through spoken in person language and and the the nonverbal things that go with that like your facial expressions sure uh and that means necessarily that it's harder to convey those things if not kind of impossible to do that in a textual message what you i my opinion is that what you are framing as a better way to communicate is really just an expression of people's reaction being well it's harder to communicate the subtleties of human emotion and communication this way so instead what we're going to do is reduce everything down to the most garish block you know, broad brush caricatures of human emotion and communication that we possibly can. And we're going to slap it all over the internet and we're going to call it a day. Yeah. It's not, not every meme is better, especially now they have those where they write all the different stuff on it. It's very specific, but I think of, I do think of gifts where you have someone, you know, shrugging or or shrieking or, or whatever. And Max, you mentioned emojis and sometimes, and I know people do this all the time, they use an emoji to communicate. And I'm not sending out a winky faces or anything, but people <laughs> use those or, or the eye roll, which Max just did. And you know what that means. And, and I don't have to translate that if I was talking to someone who was not a native speaker of my language, I didn't speak their language, something like that. Um, Kevin, you look perplexed, or either of you, really. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of it is really just putting a Band-Aid on the on the issue like we, we use emojis when we like laugh at something because we're not usually very sincere in our text and if someone if someone like says okay then it's like oh that's too serious so you have to put okay with an emoji to say like oh i'm say i'm acknowledging mm. but i'm also in a happy mood and if we were i, I just think it, the issue was originally we weren't sincere with our text messages and, 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 and now forbid, we need to put a pandate on it. And God forbid you ever end a text message with a period. Oh yeah, I usually to, I like usually to someone that. other than one of your parents. Like, I uh, see. But this is this is what I'm talking about. Like, we don't. We're in a frontier now where we don't understand. We have we're working in a medium that I would say fundamentally does not allow you to communicate the full range of emotion and subtlety that's inherent in human verbal expression yeah and so instead what we're doing is we're we're saying that a a lower form is better so 
in Max, because you brought up emoji, and I didn't think about it, but one of the things I think emoji does in getting into the language, the verbal stuff, it is the, it's not, it's, the words matter, words do matter, but but it is also the, the vehicle, the way you express them. And is part of what emoji is doing is that adding in that layer of, of the vehicle, the, the expression that goes with the language for you when you use them? Maybe you probably use them more than me. I might. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's probably almost it's, – it's, it's easier to send a smiling face mm-hmm. than, than to, to convey that you're smiling that in a text form. Yeah. yeah. In the same kind of casual way, too. It's also more efficient. Not not that it takes any time to text, but I think people do care. They think they're really busy. And we've talked about that for a moment. We think we're really busy. So sending that, or when people just send a, you know, okay or whatever, as opposed to saying, uh, adding an emoji so it's clear that you're excited about what it is and you're okay in an affirmative way. Oh my god! I, the the argument that it's you know that efficiency is like the the reason that this is a good thing is to me oh, is like the no. biggest con in the world. Oh, it's I don't. Awful. I I I don't think that's not in my calculus at all. Mine is more the vehicle. But I bring it up because I think it matters to but, people. But the so like the English language is not convenient. I mean, compare and this is something I think about a lot, and I I think there's there's a relation to it. You know, if you look at lots of foreign languages particularly romance languages yeah the grammar and the syntax is much simpler there are fewer oddities and quirks the english language is really fucking weird because we've pieced it together from lots of other things and you would almost say that we stole a bunch of other stuff and then called it our own Ooh. Might we? <laughs> oh, no, no, no! Stop! Might nope. might you say we colonized other languages? <laughs> I mean, I would say I, I think appropriated is probably a better word, well. but but yeah. I, I, and so I think I think about that the same way that I think about you know different forms of communication in the English language. The emoji is a substitute for making that face while you say the thing to the person Mm -hmm. except that it's substituting in a broad stroke not personal caricature oh but you can you can choose the color of the emoji oh that's right what race you want it to be that's right i mean okay (laughs) but that's not it doesn't matter whether the winky face emoji you send is yellow or white or black or brown or blue it's still a caricature of you winking at someone right. so that's meant that's a a kind of weak replacement for you actually winking at someone in person yeah right because so, i never wink at people i mean that, and that's fine <laughs> if you're out there winking at people okay man I, i'm not i'm not believe me i'm not out here saying we should all be winking at people that's not what i'm saying but i do think that you know i, I think that there's a really important distinction here between these things like memes and gifs are a better way to communicate and they are maybe the best way we've found so far to kind of sort of communicate in this way that is fundamentally flawed and restricted 
such that you can't achieve the full range of communication. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I think that, to me, what it sounds like you're saying is that it's it's an issue if you think that it's that it is like a good enough replacement to where you actually interact with people less because you think mm. you can communicate with people well there seems to well be plenty enough. of evidence that that's happening yeah that's that's, that's true oh you millennial whippersnappers um but I, I think you know the point you made earlier kevin about sort of the death of sincerity with text messaging is a good one and as we've moved into the uh the the twitter epoch um not only has the sincerity died but the subtlety has died as well and it's like I, we're doing we're doing i think what's happening is we're doing a worse job of communicating we're not using language well and that's how you wind up with things like uh I, obviously there's there's been much news about um, the new Nike campaign with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And uh, predictably, the backlash to that of people talking about or actually burning their Nike products. Yeah. Um, and, and this world where, where there's, you know, uh, there's less incentive to be sincere or or to incorporate the, the subtleties of, of the English language into... Our communication like we end up with situations like what happened where this guy who's a comedy writer you know uh, you know posted a screenshot that suggested that he bought 1.3 million dollars worth of nike sneakers and had them shipped to the dump yeah and people re- reacted like he really did that yeah and like it was obvious that he didn't do it mm-hmm. and it was obvious that the people who reacted in a certain way like didn't pay attention to the subtlety because no one is interested in the subtlety anymore and you and you get stuff like it's really easy to take something out of context if you pull if you pull a text from a thread with nothing else around it you can think it's one thing and it's like well it could be a joke it could be being sarcastic i don't know but so but this goes back to what i was saying about you know these these forms of communication being kind of garish caricatures from the jump there couldn't this guy didn't choose to make, you know, kind of like a snide, sarcastic joke. He went straight to, let me see if I can trick a bunch of internet goons yeah. with a screenshot into thinking that I bought 6,500 pairs of shoes and sent them to a, a landfill. Yeah. Like, we, our, our communication ha- has in some way devolved to a point where it seems like the like where it could be plausible to say I think maybe these forms are better. I don't think that's the case. I think I think the rest of the communication around it has just devolved to a point where this seems like it's a workable option. Yeah. So I I think that it's worth considering how new this all is. I mean, how long we've been communicating on the internet, not communicating in person. Um, it's all very new. Even email is, as far as wide use, is less than 30 years old. So right. we've only had so much time. And that's that's a big reason that I, I say better. And I think that being able to um, express a, a feeling, show it, you know, show yourself shrugging or whatever it is uh, on the internet is definitely an advancement. It's better than 
just typing, like typing an email, uh, it's not better than talking to someone face to face. Is is what I'd say. I, I think the newness plays a lot. Yeah, I I, I think I'm I'm with Pierce in that. There, I, I guess I'd compartmentalize it, and I think that they would enhance something like if I'm if I'm texting Max because Max recently moved to Boston. I think if like a quick little like hey how are you the conversation can be enhanced by uh, by emojis or gifts or something with you know, and sometimes it's fun to tell like jokes you know, like we have a trivia thread in our for when we're trying to get together to go to trivia and you know we like to make jokes and I, I think that's nice but I think that again where I get in issues with it is when people are kind of just taking like if you're just trying to do a, a basic um you know let's make a decision about something over text people like feel the need to throw throw them in and i don't think that that enhances it the way that some people might yeah i, I mean i think <clears throat> and i think the point that i was trying to make is it is along the lines of compartmentalizing like it's a it's an issue of how you're framing the comparison and what you're comparing this to and if you are like me and you're being an old man yelling in a cloud and comparing it to spoken and like artfully written communication yeah it, i mean it's obviously it's going to look bad but i i i will accept that if you if we're just comparing it to kind of the early days of text messaging yeah. where people sent like the number two instead of the word two I, like yeah maybe it's better it's certainly more enjoyable yeah. yeah, one, it, you know, like, like most things, it's, if you abuse it, then yeah, it's worse, right? But <laughs> well, like, Okay, but that's, if, and so that goes back to the death of subtlety. Everyone abuses it now, basically. Almost without mm-hmm. fail, like everyone, I would say that at some point or other, everyone who communicates online, everyone who sends a tweet, eventually abuses it. Yeah. Shrug emoji. I mean, and part of it, <laughs> you you give the the example of the guy who didn't actually order all those shoes, and I consider, I I am stained now, and I know he didn't he didn't really do that, and mm-hmm. I know he intended it to be a joke. But if I just saw it, would I immediately recognize that it was a joke? I, I think I would, but I would think it's a joke because I would say no one is that stupid. But as we learned from anything on the internet, there are people that are that stupid. And, and, well, and there are people who are maybe not stupid, but are willfully ignorant. Yeah, there is, you know, uh, our personal communication on the internet has mimicked what's happened with the news and information business, where uh, speed has been kind of elevated above all other things. It's all about, you know, it's all about tweeting the the you know. Uh, the snippy remark to the state of the union first it's all about having the first reply to that uh that libtard who or that conservative who sent all the shoes to the dump like you got to be there first and damn it if you're not right who cares yeah not all news can be breaking like there has to be just some regular strength news <laughs> it's like everything's extra strength i just want regular strength that's that's i think jerry Seinfeld actually did that bit so i, I apologize <laughs> Uh, but I, there is a mean, more nuanced aspect of, of what I feel. And I feel like we've, we've gone long enough that I can get into this now because it's what I'm excited about. And I'll, I'll preface it by this. I had a really great professor at school, and he said something one time that was really profound um, in talking about the development of, of the novel. 
novel was in a, of the vernacular it was in the local language and one thing that was really important especially like in the the early 20th century and stuff like that is you're getting away from kingdoms and you're building nations and one way to build a nation is to have a language to have a vernacular and he also pointed out this was great because people would have a language that they'd communicate in and they'd tell their stories and it was really good but thing you got to realize is language when you start making a language you immediately limit expression because now there are rules to follow for expression and so there is an aspect of when i'm thinking about why gifs are better or why emojis are better is that i don't have to translate it and it is a pure human expression if you see a face that you know uh is not necessarily animated but if you see a, a gif of someone smiling like you know what that is like everyone is going to know that if i text someone in you know borneo or if i text someone in bogota or if i text someone in the yukon they're going to know what that expression is and i think that that is wonderful and that is something that now we have the technology to do and in that way i would say this is a better form of communication all right i i'm i'm willing to accept that point of view I, I'm. I know that I'm. I'm owning the old man corner here. That's, Which is that's fine. Yeah. I, I, I guess to that point, I would say that well, if you're gonna go, you know, that far, then maybe why not just jump to you know like FaceTiming and you know using that because I've never FaceTimed before and uh, I'd get confused. Well, and if you FaceTime someone in Bogota and you don't speak Spanish or they don't speak English, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah. I it's the the idea is that I think you know. The purpose of the broad stroke caricature of a human emotion is that it's something that is translatable across languages. Mm -hmm. We all know, at least roughly, what a smile means. And so that allows you, that allows, you know, I, I could send a, a, just a general smiley face to a, a person in Russia or Japan and they would, you know, have an idea that I'm happy about something. And, and so it, I think that, I think that where it, it provides a service is that it's, it allows us to have some very, very basic, very, very unsubtle building blocks to communicate with people with whom we couldn't otherwise communicate before. And if that were the main way that these things were getting used, that would be great. But that's not what's happening. Yeah. When you when you text an emoji to the three of us, mm -hmm. we didn't have issues communicating before. We like we were able, you know, like sitting at this table right now, like we can communicate more or less the full range of the subtleties and intricacies of human communication and the human experience to each other without sending a fucking smiley face. So it's, it's like a, you know, we're recording now. It's like using a compressor where you raise the lows but lower the highs. And so it's evening everything out to where there's this kind of base level of communication that's more or less universal and you know 
I, I think the the point of view that I'm I think I'm going to stick with, to, you know, to the end of time is that it's good maybe that it's elevating some of the lows, but I have a problem with what I see and and its purpose in my world a lot of the time, which is lowering the highs. If you give a man a fish, he eats one meal, whatever. If you teach a man to fish, he has a meal for his lifetime. But also if you teach a man to fish, he might come into your pond and take your fish. I feel like that's why having here, we're giving people tools and they use them, but then they use them in our space and it's annoying to us because they're not as reasonable as we think that they should be. Um, that's, that's always been a problem. It's like, yeah, and I, and I think to like to the lowering the highs, if you would just imagine, like if you were reading letters from you know like founding fathers to each other or whatever, and all of a sudden there's just like emojis running around them, it seems like that would be that'd be wrong. But I mean, it, it, yeah, it does it does seem like it would be wrong. But I mean, that's probably how they communicate. Like that's probably how you know people high up communicate. You know, I, I'm. No, I mean, if they're texting each other, right? He's saying nowadays we're probably going to – the history books will have that. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, he's right. That's Ma- Max, you, you work with the top people. Is Do you, do you know if that's how – do you know if they're sending emojis to each other? Do you see emojis around the office? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean – Everyone is using them. Uh, I mean, oh, my, all, my coworkers certainly don't. The We're, we're all – we're all products of our age, and I think that that's really evident um, in in this, especially if you're, if you're putting hashtag. I mean, we, if you're putting hashtags on things, and we've kind of lost what the hashtag was originally for, which is like this is a group, and I want to see what they're doing. And now it's just like we use it as our sarcastic thing. We say it aloud. Hashtag smiley face emoji. Yeah, I mean, there's that, there's that Jimmy, there's that Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake bit where they they do all the hash, they they make fun of it. Um, I guess what I'm saying is when, when, and I I accept that it's a when and not an if. Uh, when the eggplant emoji starts getting sent in a professional context, we should tear it all down and start over. Well, you can't do that anymore, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was sent. <laughs> is sent no, no i'm i'm not saying i'm saying in a professional context when that takes on like a professional oh. like an actual professional meaning like yeah. we should we should burn civilization to the ground and start again yeah i mean we've burned it down before for lesser things so <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it's probably a decent place to end huh yeah i'm always i'm always down to to burn it all down oh my god I'm all right not. this is this is fine it's uh, pretty okay if you if you want to yell at me for for being a grumpy old man and not understanding how the kids communicate, uh, come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod. Um, I'm just going to ignore you, but whatever. We'll we'll be waiting to hear from you. Um, all right. So now it is time, as it is every week, to move on to that magical segment where uh, Pierce uses his uh, his gift for the spoken word to uh, unburden himself of, of something that's weighing on his conscience. It's Pierce's sorry. What's on the apology docket this week? So it will surprise you not that I have something related to expression uh, this week and a failure in that uh, uh, to, to apologize for. I was at a, a game store in Colorado 
Um, so like a store where, and I, no, not that kind. Um, they've got a lot of board games and like the, the wooden kind of puzzle box things where you have to get them open. Uh, and they clearly had like books on you know, cards and stuff like that. And so I went to the shopping and I obviously don't live in Colorado and I ran to the owner cause the owner saw I was looking at stuff. And so you're going to have this interaction. And I had this really nice conversation with the owner about their games and they, I guess, do stuff in the community. And I think I have a card. I did mention that I didn't live in the area and I was flying away. So I really couldn't, you know, grab a chess set and take it home with me. Not that I wanted one anyways. Also in my head, I'm like, I can just get Dominion on Amazon for like half the price of this, which I feel bad about, but that's not what I'm apologizing for this week. When I mentioned that I didn't live there, the owner goes, oh, we're online. It's it's on the card. I was, and she's just told me all about how, you know, we're about disconnecting and playing games that way and everything. And so when she says, oh, we're online, I said, oh, yeah, the internet, that evil place. And she didn't understand that I was joking. I was like, no, no, you know, our website's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> not get out of there fast enough but now i'm like all the way in and we've had this really good conversation and the change in her face was something everyone understands is like (laughs) oh wow this person just offended me and in this case my life and my work (laughs) so i'm i'm sorry for making a joke that i didn't express well enough so you needed like a gif to show her to support it as you said it yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm hearing. Printouts or something. Yeah, um, yeah. So my advice would be to always carry, you know, a wallet full of memes around. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> binders, binders, binders full of gifts. I hate you. God. So does that. So does the owner of this <laughs> right. wonderful game shop. Yeah, in, and um, neither of us is wrong to to do uh, that. I forget the name of the the town that's right by the. Uh, Rocky Mountain National Park or whatever, but it's a, it's a lovely place. Go go visit and go to the game Estes store. Park. Yeah, it's a, it, we were in Estes Park. All right. Um, so we'll close the show with a big idea from pop culture. And uh, this week I have one that brings together a, a lot of my favorite things. Uh, sports, um, podcasts, radio, silliness. Um, so I have... Uh, a great wealth of podcasts that I listen to. And one of them uh, that I was kind of turned on to by, I think, another podcast where Michael Shore, the Parks and Rec, Good Place Uh, office fellow, uh, was was talking about something that he really enjoyed, uh, which is the podcast form of Dan Levitard's radio show. And... So Dan Levitard is a Miami-based ESPN radio host. But they have a national show. So he does three hours of radio every day in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I listen to uh, – they put it up in hour chunks. So I listen yeah. to some of it. I would say I listen to probably a couple hours of Dan Levitard's radio show a week. He also has a TV show on ESPN called Highly Questionable Which where is a lovely TV show. it is where he and a guest host now since Bomani Jones left and his Cuban immigrant father Gonzalo Papi Lebetard mm-hmm. uh, talk about sports and entertainment and I, I happened 
when I was on YouTube the other day to come across uh, a video of kind of behind-the-scenes footage. Poppy, uh, whenever there's a new guest, will will do this. He'll do this classic thing where he goes in for a handshake and will then pull his hand away and <laughs> scratch his ear. And he does it to everyone from, like, Katie Nolan to uh, – Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill. Jamel he does Hill, it to, who he's gotten multiple times. Right. He does it to Mina Kimes, like, 11 million times. Yeah. Uh, but he he's gotten Josh Norman mm-hmm. multiple times. It's easy, it's easy to get Josh and, Norman anymore. And so I was watching this video, and there were multiple uh, – there were, like, multiple clips where someone would say – I'm not falling for it this time. And then seconds later, through some elaborate ruse, like handing over a rundown for the show or offering a tissue to Mina Kimes after she sneezed, like, we'll still get them anyway. This video was 18 minutes long. (laughs) And I watched the whole thing. And it was just like, it was so silly. And and I I really love that. It was... It I, was beautiful. Yeah. So I I'm follow gonna... I follow their account on Instagram exclusively for that. Someone got him recently, and it was it really? was a joy. Yeah, we'll have to oh, look it up afterwards. Man. But yeah, I mean, these are the small joys of expression in life that that keep me going. Yeah. Which is someone doing a physical joke to someone else. Yeah. So it's uh. So we'll we'll put a link to the video in the in the show notes. Uh, would highly recommend. Uh, enjoying because the uh, as you start getting into people who are no longer rookies they're not on their first time on the show and he still gets them anyway the reactions of dan and everyone else on the crew get increasingly caricature-ish uh, and it's like it's great it's really great it's it's worth spending the full yeah 18 minutes well and, <laughs> and as we as we discuss discuss today because you're saving all this time communicating in gifts you're gonna have time to watch an 18 minute video because you're <laughs> living your uh, you're living your oh, best most efficient life. I hate this so much. All right, uh, on that note, uh, I think that's the end of the show. Thanks to Kevin for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod or at our home on the web www.prettyokaypod.com. You can also subscribe to our feed so that every week you never miss an episode. It shows up on your device of choice. No questions asked. Uh, if you do that, please do us a favor. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Although probably not if it's going to be a bad one. Uh, we would maybe prefer if you uh, told us about it uh, privately or just kept it to your fucking selves. Um, we will be back again next week, as always, to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening. Bye. I've been up on the mountain. And I've seen his wondrous grace I've sat there on the bar stool